Yes, this is EM Case's Best Case Ever mini-podcast series, and I'm your host, Dr. Anton Hellman. In anticipation of our episode on end-of-life care in the emergency department, I have with us Dr. Paul Miller, EM physician at Hamilton Health Sciences and assistant professor at McMaster University, as well as an attending physician at the tertiary care unit, palliative care unit. He's going to tell us his best case ever when it comes to end-of-life care. Dr. Miller, let it rip. Um, My best case ever, Anton, is unfortunately a case of failure, I feel, but but it's an 87-year-old man. Uh, We'll call him Frank. And uh, Frank arrived to my emergency department complaining of a bad abdominal pain radiating into his back. The diagnosis was not in question. He knew he had a AAA, and I knew that this AAA was rupturing. We uh, we did a CT scan to see just sort of how far along things were, and, and they were pretty far along. And Frank really, above all else, in fact, wanted to go home. He knew he had this AAA, and, uh, and he said, Doc, I want to go home. I just don't want to be in pain. And so I did what I could to try and, and live up to that. I tried to get him home, and ultimately that part didn't work. That wasn't the failure. The failure was in speaking to... Um, the uh, internal medicine service to have Frank admitted to hospital. I had expressed to them, I thought clearly enough, that Frank didn't really want anything to be done about his, his AAA. And uh, and the next day, in looking Frank up, I'm not surprised to find that he died, and, and was very surprised, though, to find that he died at a different hospital. And what had happened is that Frank was transferred under vascular surgery. Uh, he had his AAA repaired, or an attempt at it. Uh, he was in the OR and had 28 units of blood. Uh, he was ultimately sent to the ICU for a few hours, and they couldn't stop the bleeding, and he died. And it was a tragic outcome, right? It was it was not what Frank wanted, and I spent hours with Frank that day, and I feel like I knew Frank as well as anybody could. And I thought I, I really dropped the ball for Frank, and I felt really badly about that for a while. And and the solution there, the thing that, that I didn't do for Frank that I should have done, is uh, pick up the telephone and engage the team. Think about the downstream role that the patients go through when they come into the ED. It would have been a very easy thing for me to call the vascular surgeon and, and just say, I've got Frank and he's rupturing and we're not doing anything about it. Um, and I'm going to admit him and keep him here and keep him comfortable. Would have been a very easy phone call that I didn't make. And poor Frank ended up with an outcome that, that was not ideal. On a broader level, it's not only important to have good communication skills with our patients, with our staff in the emergency department, with the patient's families, but also with the consultants that we work with. Just a few quick announcements. Prior to the University Health Network's Emergency Medicine Conference in Toronto at the beginning of November, There's a fantastic new course called ACES, Advanced Critical Emergency Skills. And it's a hands-on procedural course where you can hone your central line skills, your chest tube skills, your cricothyrotomy skills, thoracentesis, IO placement, and ultrasound-guided LP. It should be fantastic. We also just released the fourth installment of our Waiting to be Seen series, where EM policy meets practice. In case you haven't heard about the series that we've been running for a few months, the Waiting to be Seen series that's headed by Dr. Howard Ovens, its main purpose is to share ideas and generate discussions on the role that public policy and administrative practices play in helping frontline ER providers achieve better patient outcomes. 
This one is going to be really good. It explores the issues around physician speed in seeing patients in the ED. It's authored by David Petrie, the chief of the ED at the QE2 Health Sciences Center in Halifax, Nova Scotia. He's an associate professor and the director of the air transport program at Dalhousie University as well. I won't give away the details, but it's a really insightful perspective on how our EDs can be improved to maximize patient flow while providing high quality care. So head on over to the EM Cases website to check that out. There's so much great new stuff on EM Cases that the team is working on, and I just got to tell you about it. The one thing that I'm really excited about, I'll give you a little sneak preview, is of a project that's in collaboration with my friend Andrew Worcester, the brains behind BEAM, the best evidence in emergency medicine. That's an organization, in case you haven't heard of it, out of McMaster University, that's been delivering high-quality, recent, relevant, reliable, and unbiased evidence-based CME since about 2004. And they use this incredibly rigorous process involving critical appraisal by multiple EBM gurus around the world of key EM articles. So what we're going to do is every couple of months, we're going to take one of the BEAM critical appraisals and turn it into a free case-based interactive blog post for you to devour. It's going to be a synapse-firing, massively engaging, super fun learning extravaganza, and it's all going to be free on the EM Cases website soon. One last thing, for those of you who are newer to EM Cases, don't forget that the written summaries for the podcasts, which include useful images, links, and references to help guide your learning, are not only available on emergencymedicinecases.com, but also on the Agile MD app, which you can get through the EM Cases website. Oh, and don't forget that if you like the EM Cases podcast, we'd be very appreciative if you could go onto iTunes and write a raving review. So until next time, when you hear the blinding brilliance of Howard Ovens, Shona McLaughlin, and Paul Miller talk about how best to take care of patients nearing the end of life and what we need to know about palliative care in the ED, take it easy. <laughs>